It's a special Will and Woody podcast mini. We've got a very, very special guest who joins us right now, Dr. Michael Mosley, who joins us. Good so, afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, Michael. <laughs> so Michael is going to be uh, doing a show at SBS tomorrow, tomorrow night, 7.30 on SBS, called Australia's Health Revolution. Michael's famous, really, for all of his explorations into health, everything, all the way from psychology, all the way through to the 5-2 diet, which we, I'm sure a lot of people would be across, something that your mum practices, Woods, the 5-2 diet. Yeah, absolutely. And the intermittent fasting is something that I've looked into a little bit recently, Michael. And why don't we kick off there? Because I know a lot of people hear about these health fads, but maybe they don't put in the effort to actually look into the research or what it actually does. Intermittent fasting, is that something we should be doing and why? It's certainly something that um, you should be exploring or at least looking into because it is incredibly interesting. Uh, the reason I got into it was back in 2012, I discovered I had type 2 diabetes. Okay. And my doctor wanted me to start a medication, but I started looking for something else. And that um, ended up with me making a documentary called Eat Fast, Live Longer. Uh, and I went to the States and uh, I discovered intermittent fasting. I invented my own diet, the 5-2 diet, yep. where you cut your calories a couple of days a week. And uh, I lost about nine kilos in about eight weeks and reversed my diabetes. And that was really the trigger. Okay. Yeah, and, and, okay. And, and, the, and the benefit of this, this intermittent fasting is because, I mean, like if, if losing weight's your goal, like for example, I'm not somebody who's, who's looking to lose weight. Um, but what are, what are the other benefits of intermittent fasting? Because that's, that's what I hear a lot about is like that it's not just something that is a weight, weight loss uh, technique, if you like. Absolutely not. So um, obviously for me, originally it was about getting my blood sugars back under control. Um, and uh, we also know that intermittent fasting um, seems to be pretty good for the brain. Uh, there are some studies looking at uh, whether it makes you feel sharper. There is some evidence it leads to the production of something called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, uh, which is like fertilizer for your brain cells. Wow. Mm. And certainly in animals, it means that their brains stay sharper for longer. So those are just some of the things that intermittent fasting seems to do, and that's why it's taken off, particularly in places like the west coast of um, America, yeah. uh, where all the sort of tech guys are into it, and I, they are mainly guys, uh, but uh, they're into it because of the benefits of their brain. Wow. Yeah, there's, a, there's an Australian guy, Michael, called David Sinclair, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, who's done a lot of research at Harvard, I believe, on anti-aging. And he's big on this intermittent fasting thing, uh, amongst a few other supplements, which I won't be able to remember which supplements they are. But on the topic of supplements, this is something which every single ad break you see on TV, there are supplements here, and Swiss is a huge company. Do you recommend any supplements at all that are on the market that would genuinely help the average person? Good question. Not really. The only ones that um, <laughs> certainly in the UK... Um, I'd I love that you D. said not really. Um, otherwise, We're sponsored by Chemist Warehouse, but don't worry about it, Michael. <laughs> carry on, carry on. <laughs> so if you prefer, I could say no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, vitamin D, uh, certainly in the UK, vitamin, uh, vitamin D deficient. There is some evidence that people who are overweight or obese, they tend to be uh, much more uh, vitamin deficient. So I think it depends on your circumstances. Yeah, best so, getting well, checked I'll, I'll out to see. from that note. Yeah, then. no, well done, mate. Well done. Well <laughs> worked. Well worked. We keep the sponsor for another week. Uh, it is pretty scary, actually, to think about the number of the amount of money people spend on those things and how much they tell themselves about yeah, how good they yeah. are for them without actually looking into whether or not they actually need that. Mm. 
mm. and just converting it into uh, very expensive urine, as your mum says, Woods. <laughs> uh, yes. uh, we are going to go to a song. We've got more with Michael Mosley right up next. We are joined by Dr. Michael Mosley. Premieres uh, his show, Australia's Health Revolution, tomorrow, Wednesday, the 13th of October, 7.30. That's tomorrow night on SBS. You can see Michael talking about Aussie's health. Now, Michael, we're in a little bit of a bubble down here in Australia, as you know, um, particularly in Melbourne with these extraordinary uh, lockdowns that we've been subject to. As a result of that, one of the things that is one of the most common complaints uh, from people is how much that's affected their sleep. Um, how can we try and sleep a little bit better? What are the things that lead to sleeping badly that you can kind of get rid of um, in order to try and just have a full night? Sure. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it's down to stress. Many people are sleeping badly. They There are kind of three types of insomnia. There are people who can't go to sleep. There are people who wake up at three in the morning, which is probably the commonest. And then there are people who wake up early and can't go back to sleep. So maybe they wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. Mm. Um, so broadly speaking, the people who wake up at 3 in the morning are worrying about stuff. But the, the secret of a good night's sleep is to associate bed with sleep and with sex and with nothing else. Oh, um, so, yeah, uh, right. Right. That is the secret. Yeah, so I've got uh, so 50, uh, 50% of, of that sorted. Sort of... I'll let you figure out which half in your own time. <laughs> so you have Michael. to get rid of all the other sort of rubbish going on in the bedroom. Uh, and you have to, you know, you can't afford to lie there and fret about the fact you're not going to sleep. If you're not going to sleep, get yes. out of bed um, and only come back to bed when you're tired. I see what you mean. So only be in there when you need to yeah. sleep. Must be a hard conversation, though, Absolutely. at 3am, though, when you do wake up and you go, well, I can't sleep, and you tap your partner on the shoulder and go, can we do the other thing? Yes, the other 50% of the time. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Mosley recommends. We've cycled, we've cycled back to the sex show. very, very insistent about it. <laughs> hey, Michael, the other thing we were talking about, this was actually that's during... Bloody, it's um, just, it's just where you go on. That's, yeah. that's bloody fascinating stuff, and I think that's yeah. something that we can all relate to, is that we see bed as a place to relax, go on your phone, go on your computer, yeah, yeah. or just hang out in and as a result psychologically you you associate with it incorrectly almost yeah and that's why uh the phone all those things go but in fact oddly enough if you're in a cycle of um uh struggling to sleep one of the best ways of doing it is to actually cut the amount of time you spend in bed it's called sleep restriction therapy and it's probably the best proven way uh to improve sleep so you don't go to bed you know uh, and lie there and fret. You only go to bed when you're tired. When and you're indeed, exhausted. You start by restricting your sleep to, say, six hours a night, six hours in bed. Wow. And that is a very well-documented um, way of... Uh, Jeez, you're a bloody interesting tough. bloke, aren't you, Michael Mosley? He's got answers for all of it. Absolutely. And, and, and currently, Michael, it's it's 8.45 or 8.50 over there in the UK, and we were just sort of exchanging small talk in the song there, and you were just saying that uh, you had a cold shower. Yeah. And, and that's something that, again, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about cold showers. Should they be doing cold showers? It's a bit scary to think that, you know, can you survive in a cold shower in the morning? But what are the actual <laughs> health benefits from your investigation and your knowledge that come from a, a cold shower? Sure. So what I actually do is I get in the warm shower first, I wash myself, and then I turn on the cold and see how long I can last. Um, And I sing loudly as well, because that takes away from the pain. Uh, My (laughs) wife, on the other hand, who also is a cold shower fan, Mm. uh, she just um, sits there and endures. And Mm. the idea is you're supposed to stay there long enough uh, for your breath to slow down, because normally what will happen is you'll start hyperventilating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the whole cold hits you. And yeah. you, you're supposed to stay there until things calm down. And the benefits um, really are, first of all, it obviously wakes you up. 
yeah. secondly yeah. there is some uh, evidence that it's um good for depression and for mood and oh. thirdly there was a study they did in holland uh, where they got people to either go in a cold shower for 30 seconds two minutes or not at all mm. and follow them over the course of a winter and the people who were having cold shower um they basically got less colds um so but it didn't seem wow. to matter how long the cold shower was for so oh, you wow. don't have to be in there for several minutes maybe 30 seconds to a minute will do Oh, wow, that's good wait. to hear. That's good to hear. Funnily enough, uh, <laughs> when we were much younger, uh, Woody uh, used to enforce cold showers, um, but that was for two reasons, largely because uh, he wanted to be cold enough so that it would force him to do push-ups because he wanted to get uh, big biceps, and second of all, uh, because he was too much of a cheap ass to pay his hot water bill at the time. So, uh, different reasons. There you go, win-win. <laughs> There's lots of benefits. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of benefits. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. It's it honestly been bloody fascinating. I think yeah. we could probably talk to you forever. Seriously. Uh, I've got so many more questions to ask you, uh, but if you want to learn more from Michael, he got a brand new documentary. He's going to be following eight brave Aussies in a new doco called Australia's Health Revolution. It premieres tomorrow night. Well, it's Wednesday night, 7.30 on SBS. You can see Michael. Uh, mate, thank you so much for joining us for all your insights and um, good luck with the show. Thank you. Hear more of the boys on the full show podcast. You know you want to.